Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. 100.5 ESPN are brought to you by Metro Kia of Madison. Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealer. Stop into Metro Kia on the east side of Madison or visit MetroKiaOfMadison.com. Everybody, huddle up. This is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN. The Wisconsin Badgers have defeated the UCLA Bruins by a score of 21-16. With Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler, here's Alex Strofe. Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. Tarek Sala flew in here. He's ready to go. I, like I'm a ready ball to go. of fire, well, I, want, I Listen, I love Jim Rutledge. I follow him on TikTok. and do all the stuff. So People like up. me. And and when when he was talking about, and I'll push back on a lot of things that he does. And I mean, every week we have pushed back. And I wanted to break his balls about the Taylor <laughs> Swift deal. And I was just saying, you know, this whole deal with the defense coordinator is really George Soros and Taylor Swift and, you know, <laughs> Pfizer. That's they're, uh, you know, complicit on the, this hire. And that's why we got to. I mean, that's know, that's a new record. It's, it, it, it's it been a stretch. Four, it's been 14 seconds. I already lost control. It's, it's a stretch. 14 seconds. No, but it's I, it's kind of me joking around that we're. It's a stretch to, to implicate them or anyone with you know Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's just having fun, dating her boyfriend. And having a good time. And it's a total meltdown of our culture. Yeah, and, I, and I'm that. a conservative, right? And I'm just telling you, like, it doesn't matter. Look, it, Jason, uh, Travis Kelsey did Pfizer because he made a lot of money. And everybody sitting at home listening would do the same thing, okay? And you would date, <laughs> you, would date you know, Taylor Swift if you had the opportunity pretty much, right? Those you get along, yeah, right? You, yeah, true. you know, so, like, and Taylor Swift is... <laughs> Is a rock star, and you, you would not turn down being a rock star, and you wouldn't turn down supporting your boyfriend. It's just life is good. Like, yeah, that's it, man. That might, be, for, that might be your all-time best rant I didn't see coming. But isn't life good? I life mean, is we, good. We, so why, why, why are we fighting? We've got plenty of other things to fight about. Well, doesn't I mean, mean Biden's still weekend at Bernie's. Dude. I, like he's 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 the worst now. president maybe in the history of America. Okay, okay? but that doesn't mean this is a sports show. This doesn't <laughs> this doesn't mean that Taylor Swift's complicit Football! in Joe Biden. Okay, so let's all back off. I mean, but you know, coward because you didn't oh see my it, God. right? Tark. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I might have saw something about <laughs> it. But, he's, you know, yeah, he's, this quote unquote, he had a bone to pick with weird, lonely, insecure men that are angry. That Taylor Swift's getting 25 seconds of yeah. airtime during a game. <laughs> well, you and know, he compared it and, to Drake, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, we're, we're, all these other men that always get, you know, when they're at games. Jack Nicholas, yeah. Jack Nicholas, yeah, 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 yeah. So now you have the biggest, just because she's female, the biggest That's, pop star in the world, and everybody comes, you know, all the bros. The bros come out. They don't like it, dude. We got to watch our football, man. <laughs> yeah, well, football! That's, that is like that's uh, to- toxic masculinity. I believe they call that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of We're security. <laughs> yeah, true. There's insecurity, and there's we're way overdone with this whole like zero sum game here too. Like, like Brock Purdy isn't Joe Montana, and Lamar Jackson isn't a, a, a bad quarterback. Like, like they're both great quarterbacks. But we have to like come into this place and go and just like 
just you had Lamar Jackson was the best thing since sliced bread last week, and today he's not good. Brock Purdy was terrible, whatever three weeks ago when he lost to Lamar Jackson, and now he's like. Well, he you was know, still the second betting favorite for the MVP. I'm just saying, they're both game, great yeah. quarterbacks, right? And so so is the guy from Buffalo. There's a lot of great quarterbacks. But but talking heads have to be able to put people in buckets and 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 be able to say, hey, this guy's not worth, you know, how many times Dak was going to throw him out with the bathwater? He's a hell of a quarterback, right? He's arguably an MVP. But we definitely put the zero-sum game behind everything, and then it leads to, like, crazy theories about Taylor Swift and the rest of the world. And we're just out of control. Uh, I would also make the case that you're a little bit out of control. Yeah, but right? I'm just yeah. telling you the truth. I'm trying to give truth reality. And I could be out of control, but I'm giving yeah, you reality. Yeah, out of control to the point of political commentary, but that's not yeah, here nor there. I don't, well, it's just because I offended you because you can't, like, say it. It's but not I just you said, offended but me. I just it's just telling it doesn't you, matter I, here. Yeah. No, but it just does. It just, I'm just telling but, you so, that, like, so that, I don't, that the guy's not a good president. I, didn't even, I wasn't even aware of cool. the politics were involved in all I didn't either. My wife told me about it. I just know people are pissed off the Yeah, too much Taylor Swift. My wife tells me about it because she's into social media, I guess. It's there. Yeah, no, I didn't even know about it. I thought it was just because it's all the dudes that are like, hey, no. I want to watch football. No, you know? it's George Soros. She's, she she George endorsed Soros. Biden. I don't even know who that is. He, dude, he's like the biggest backer of the Democratic Party. Uh, yeah, but has so, she, has she so, used no, this stage she backed, she backed Joe Biden. Nobody really, but but the the, the hardcore guys. Did she wear know a Biden T-shirt to the no, Chiefs game that I didn't, a, wasn't aware of. Yeah, but that's a great point. But that's all part. But that, <laughs> can we move on? Man, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. No, no, can we move no, on? No, we can't because that's that's football. That's, no, but right. that but you have to understand. There's this whole back channel on the whole deal. That's why they feel this way. It's not that, that, it, it's that, not toxic masculinity. All right, they, they are. They Those are, are the kookaroos, right? You're talking about. No, but I thought that's what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, well, nobody cares about the kookaroos on the right know, or left. That's, that's, I, I, me neither. Yeah, I don't know like, where no, the hell I fall. Can exactly. we move on for the love cares. of God? No, Who gives a damn? Exactly. I was talking about the background of why these people are with this toxic mass. Uh, I don't care. Mass. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. We're moving on. I, 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 I didn't know about it. How about my the wife Super Bowl, guys? Until my wife informed me. You guys so, brought up you, you brought up the toxic mass masculinity. I don't think either of us brought you that did. up at all. You brought it up. No. You said you said you came in here like a ball of hell. Well, anyway, you're talking about neither here why, nor there. Why are people? Can yeah, we move on for the in, the insecure men that are yes, like, yeah. those those guys? Yeah, because yeah, they they want to watch football. They don't know that nothing was political in what Cowher said. I'm giving you and a I little was background on that. I was referencing Cowher. There's, there's a political. <laughs> you keep that. bringing up this, and I'm not aware of that. I know, but I'm telling you, there is. Hey, the Chiefs and 49ers are playing a pretty big game <laughs> Nobody next week, listens guys. to the crazy. I know, but nobody's listening to me either, and I want to talk about freaking football. It's feeding that, that narrative that's no, going Clark, on. Clark, what's your favorite position I'm on the football field? <laughs> what? What's your favorite position on Never the football the field? Game. Never heard of the game, Alex. <laughs> no, football! And a fullback. <laughs> I, love, I love people forget I that. love rushing the passer, brother. All right. Well, 49ers Chiefs coming up next weekend. Yeah. Las Vegas. Good good little party city. I'll tell you game. what. I, Either are you going? No. No. You're not going? Okay. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed both games. Championship Sunday. Um, I was obviously disappointed. You know, like you guys know, I was rooting for the Lions because the former teammates head coach. Um, I thought... You know, there was criticism, which I think was probably justifiable, but, you know, uh, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions stayed true to who they are all season. I mean, aggressive. We're going for it on fourth and short. And they didn't deter from that. 
you know, and I, 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 the first one should have been a first down. The receivers are dropping balls. They're coming off their helmet. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable. You know, I mean, that that's a first down. Uh, yeah. You have to make plays. Yeah. You can't fumble. Gibbs Amen. fumble the ball. Then the guy dropped balls. Everything else is really it, it, an afterthought. Uh, you know, I, I do understand. The fourth and three to tie it up with, what, five and a half, six minutes left, right? Still a 47-yarder. You know, they do that. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at it. Hey, on this one, I'm definitely, I, you know, I'm going for it because I, I want to, I got to get this clock down. There's too many weapons on that 49ers. And, they, and that the pendulum was swinging in yeah. their favor. Well, yeah, so. absolutely. The pendulum's real, right? Which yeah. is, which yeah. is crazy. Momentum's That's totally what I mean. And, and it's their home field. So I'm like, you have to go for that, you know? And, and it didn't work out, I, obviously. I, I'd love to develop a metrics that could identify the pendulum and that momentum. I agree. Because we're all looking at it going, there, there it is. And they all, everyone's talking about it. But there's no real, like, it's it's out there in the ether, right? It's not, we can't, like, go, here are the, here's the momentum number. It just happens, and we all knew it. And it, it was it was there, and it was pretty much the, the horse left the barn. And they didn't make plays, so that's it. The receiver in particular, I can't remember his name right now. I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Are you? No, 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 oh, for Detroit. Oh. But, Rogers? Rogers. Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, get it. Josh Reynolds plays Reynolds. for him. Yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, Rogers, those are Reynolds. big drops. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, they so were. I, I apologize for making the mistake there. Yeah, uh, I apologize. I thought you were referring to no, your, no, your no, boy no. I apologize. Um, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, no, I was referring to Aaron Rodgers running around and dropping the ball. There you go. <laughs> so I apologize. There you go. Be in my ass about it. Go ahead. Dude, come on. I, didn't, I said Rodgers, and you said, like, come on. I'm not gonna be able to win yeah, tonight. If you can't, if you can't make catches and you drop the ball, you're just not going to be. You know, now, and, and, I mean, in that other game, right? You had the you had the catch off the face mask, yeah, which is just absurd. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. Um, and what was it? Twenty seven unanswered for San Francisco. Where all, yeah, you're right. Way, when you talk about the pendulum, Purdy I mean, like sacked like three times. Yeah, in that drive, and he he somehow found a way he to get out. It. Uh, look, I, I'm 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 not ready to call him a, a, like a top ten QB, but he he's made some plays the last two weeks, right? Against against the Packers in the divisional round, and obviously leading that 27 point comeback against Detroit in the, in the conference championship game. I mean, no he, he, he's he's going to make his money. It's just he's not due for a pay date for a few years. He just wasn't as bad as everybody said he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he had a nice season overall, but you're right. That that Ravens game swung, I think, the majority of the opinion of him uh, on Christmas Day yeah. when he threw four and interceptions. Look, and look, you know, he he's young. He's only going to get better. All these guys are, are, you know, like Lamar Jackson's 27 years old. Not to go off on a different team, but, like, they have so much maturity. So much, The ceiling's so high for both, for all these guys. I mean, there's just a lot, all those quarterbacks, including Mahomes, there's so much opportunity out there to be better. Well, I think Mahomes is already on the trajectory to push the GOAT as yeah. far as all-time playoffs. Trajectory, yes. How young is he, though? He's so he's young. 29. It's only, it's only yeah. a sixth year as a starter. That's what I'm saying. There's so much opportunity. So he's, got, he's got 15 years to catch up to Brady in terms of tenure. That's what I mean. You know, I mean, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have the opportunity. What's he got? 16, 17 playoff wins. Uh, I think it's sixteen. Uh, Brady is thirty-five, by the way. Yeah, he's yeah, only no, halfway there. Yeah, which is crazy, right? Because of how good Mahomes has been. But I, I think sometimes we lose sight because you said the word trajectory, which I appreciate. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad you're not sitting here making the argument. Of, oh, he's the best we've ever seen. No. He might be the most talented we've ever seen. That's an argument I'll hear. Oh, but 
with, with Mahomes, he, he is he is so damn good. He is so unbelievable. He he now gets the Brady rule where you can't pick against him in any game ever. Right. I'm I'm done doing it. I picked the Bills to win two weeks well, ago. That, that, I picked the Ravens to win last. It's like week. Andy Reid and Mahomes, yeah. Belichick, Brady. Is, that's it's, where we're it's, at. It's certainly so. the new wave of that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you on that. So uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl, which we'll talk more about next week, I ain't picking against Mahomes. I'll tell you that much. Uh, which would be his third title. Uh, and so in terms of trajectory, you're right, Derek. You do the math. He's gonna out. He's gonna outshoot. Yeah, but Brady. you know, there's but so it's many not variables. That easy. It's right. a game of football, it's not that easy. so but the, you know, uh, of the health is number one. You know, if, if he can steal that, you know, fountain of youth from Brady, yeah, you know, he's right there. You know, you never know. And and uh, you know, golf. You know, I think three years ago I was worried about him surviving in the NFL, and now he's, I think he's at least a starter, right? You wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't cut him, right? No, no. So uh, these guys all have opportunity and a lot of growth ahead of them. And it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah, there's some good quarterback play in the playoffs. But we will see Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy going against the guy that's on the trajectory to push the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes, in the Super Bowl. What a uh, what a matchup that is. It's Mahomes is literally wanted. viewed as one of the greatest of all time already. Right? Like, you could probably already put him in the same breath as Manning and Montana, uh, if, especially if he wins next yeah. Sunday. You oh, could already sure. put him in that category. And he's only been a starter for six years uh, versus a guy that was literally the final draft pick last year in the NFL draft. And has already won every playoff game he's finished. There's no better matchup. I mean, this would teams I wise. I, I, agree. I feel like, but if I was Roger Goodell, this is what I'd want. Well, of course, of course. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you want you want what is the modern day dynasty, and and obviously with the ratings that comes with that to the aforementioned Taylor Swift, and then you have the best team in the NFC in the game. Well, right? in, I mean, in a large market. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah you know, true. You got, you got, in Vegas, no less. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it would have been a great story. Detroit? Yeah, absolutely. Eminem versus Taylor Swift would have been fun. I'm going to be honest with you. They, they could have collaborated yeah, you, at the halftime show. They, they, they have a rap battle. Ravens versus <laughs> Detroit, you know, versus Chiefs versus Niners. I mean, the Chiefs-Niners, I think. Yeah, that's wins, the idea right? from, from Goodell's office. I would yeah. agree. I would agree. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl coming up uh, next. Why do you keep apologizing? Just, no, you're good. off the rails? I would I'm agree. Good. Uh, we'll right, we'll talk uh, Packers' new D coordinator, Jeff Halfley, coming from Boston College. Coming up next, it's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area. Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same song. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I'm Alex Grove, alongside the former Badgers, the legends, Tark Sala, Derek Angler. With me, as always, so we know the Super Bowl is set, and so is the Packers coaching staff yesterday as they announced the hiring of now former Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley yeah. coming in as the new as the team's new defensive coordinator. Uh, spent a year at Ohio State with Chase Young as a co-defensive coordinator, been at Boston College the last four, has NFL experience as an assistant with both Tampa Bay and San Francisco. The, the resume is long for being only 44 years old, but his first real crack at being a solo defensive coordinator will come in the 2024 season for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Tarek, I'll, I'll let you lead, man. Uh, we, we heard Derek's thoughts a little bit earlier on Rutledge and Hamilton on the hire. What, what do you make of it 24 hours removed? Well, you know, there's so much unknown there, right? What if, A ton, yeah. Yeah, us trying to d- diagnose his philosophy and his whatever. I saw him on some interview talking about two shell versus one shell disguising this and i'm like you know it's a little confusing right for me i'm just you know and i played 
Imagine what people are, and people are like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's great. No, like, no, dude, what, you know, come on. You, you know, don't even it, understand it, what the hell he's saying. You know, he, if I was a guy, in order, I understand, you know, if I was a defense coordinator trying to sell myself to the public, I'd say, listen, this is a game of matchups, and I'm going to be able to maximize. I look at the personnel. I'm able to, to optimize the matchups, and I'm going to provide a lot of pressure on the quarterback. I'm going to be able to defend the run and I'm going to and inspire my defensive backs to do the best they can. I'm really excited about the deal and it, and and I'm gonna, I'm going to motivate this team and I'm going to continue to help coach LaFleur uh, build a culture of winning. And that's it. Just shut up after that. Don't get in the, you know, in the two shell three shell cuz nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Tark got really frustrated about the YouTube video we watched last night, clearly, Derek. What about which one? That one. The one you were referring oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. There were a couple other ones that I didn't <laughs> like either. But was... Who would you put, let's say, you know, he brings some of that 4-3 background, which hmm? which has traditional edge rushers, as you know, Tark. Who would you put outside Gary? Obviously, we know who the tons of fun would be in the middle. Oh, of course, right? Uh, shout out to Kenny, who was terrific this year, in my opinion. Um, yeah, plus it gives that other young Devontae Wyatt. Devontae yeah. Wyatt, you know, the Georgia kid. I mean, it gives you some depth. Uh, look, I, I, I don't know if Preston will be on the team next year, so I'm hesitant to say his name. Right. You well, just invested a first-round well, pick in a guy that's known well, for that, right? Van S. It would okay. be my other pick. So there's one. Do you, you think... Quay's better suited, at a, especially in a in an out in a four three as an outside linebacker. Or are you going to have him gain where, weight and put where, his hand on? Just one question: a first question. down. Where's where's Rashawn Gary in first down? Is he at a three technique? What? Are you putting him down? No, he's I asking just, what you would do. That, but what, you said on the four three. Where are you putting? No, I said. No, I said opposite of Rashawn. Who are your two oh, edge rushers? Okay. No, but you, where, where's Rashawn going? And a four-three, as you know, which you played, yeah, you got two defensive ends, so he's one of the edge rushers. Okay. Yeah, but I already so he's on one, then you got Van Ness on the other. Okay, Van Ness. So, yeah. So yeah. Then you get Devon. You get the, Devon, you the two tons of fun in the middle. The, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, I was thinking like you were throwing him down to the three technique, and I'm like, oh boy, who's going to be opposite him? Which would have no. been. Yeah. No, I just want to make sure he's on the outside because uh, that's critical. It's got to be Van Ness to answer your question. Yeah, right? Van Ness. Like is that, the that would be the top top option. But you need depth, which we could go into further. But I was just wondering if, if Quay, if you put on a little no, weight. No, it's a good question. Oh. I think he's yeah. better in the middle. And, okay. And, and, and look, I've, I've said this all, the, all along since they fired Joe Barry. It's like not a the, bad idea. One, one of the interview questions I'm asking from Matt LaFleur is how do you get Quay Walker to be a total game wrecker, right? Like how does he become a Fred Warner? How does he become a, a Patrick Queen? How do you get him to that level? You invested the pick in him. You know he's got the athleticism. You know he has the quickness. You know he has the ability. How do you make him into a game record? Joe Barry clearly wasn't able to, to elevate Quay Walker in, in the two years they spent together to become a game record. And, and, and Tark, you've, you've been quick many times with Quay Walker to point out the mental He's errors, a wet noodle right? out there most of the time. Right. But, I mean, he's getting better. So, But, but is, physically, he has all the traits, right? Like he, 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 that's what I'm saying, but Derek's got a point because he's so athletic on the edge, he could kind of create a lot of things. I just don't know if he's big enough, and if he could yeah. get big enough. No, but well, in this day and age, you, you don't look, have to you be that look big. at Yeah, I mean, it's all about quickness and, 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 he's and hand technique. He's 250 pounds. Yeah. So he's 6'4". I mean, yeah, he, he's yeah. big enough. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, you could... You could uh, TJ Watt is six three and a half, six four, two hundred and forty five pounds. Okay, but we're comparing the best in no, the league there's, versus there's, the, the second year guy. Listen here, that plays there, on the there, inside. There's probably about twenty guys that are the same size as him. Okay, right, but he, but he's a middle linebacker. 
No, not T.J. Watt. I'm referring to Quay Walker. Know, but Quay, what Quay Walker is in line with the rest of the other outside linebacker. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, look, I, 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 would I like to see it? Sure. I think Quay Walker has maybe the highest potential of anybody on that defense. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Who I, knows, but he could play He could play any of those linebacker positions. It's a matter where he where yeah. he. I just say, I, I like, like I said earlier on, you know, Rutledge and Hamilton. I mean, when I heard Tausch come on and, and, and Chris Orr talking and asked the question, I believe, to Tausch about, you know, having that adaptability with that 4-3 background, I mean, that just gives a defensive coordinator and a defense overall some more different looks and weapons and having personnel at threats than more than one position, which Quay Walker just bounced so, into my head right away, and I'm like, man, he probably has the versatility to do that. So we feel similarly about his potential, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's just a matter of, of where you place him. And I don't know the answer. I didn't yeah. do my homework here, but, like, is are they going to put Rashawn Gary's hand on the ground with Van Ness's hand on the ground and do a 4-3? We don't know that. Nothing's confirmed, yeah. but but just given his background is what yeah. Derek's pointing out. That yeah. could be a possibility, I, and it would be a fun one. I just... Yeah, I don't know. You're his biggest critic. I'm, I'm Go little, ahead. I'm a little worried. The 3-4 naturally fits... But no, they, they do have the body type to be 4 3. Yeah. I'm just worried about Rashawn. Like, I'm just trying to get Rashawn lined up and get him in the game. Now, if you change him up and you put his hand in the ground, he might be offended. But he, maybe he <laughs> likes it. Maybe he likes it. I just want him to be as empowered to be the best that he could be. And, and, and so far, you know, we haven't seen him the whole time. Yeah. So if something comes in, I just don't want to disrupt that. I don't want to make Rashawn uncomfortable. Well, what I think is interesting, and we're kind of all. I guess beating around it is the Packers defense has the tools, right? Like they have, they do. They have the pieces to be an elite defense. Yeah. They just have, since they've won the Super Bowl in 2010, well, I think that they, they haven't they been able to, to put it together. They, they need to bring in a, an, another middle inside linebacker. I would agree with that. Because Safety, you need to shore up. Campbell's getting older yep. or whatever. He's beat up. I would, I would fully Somebody agree. Somebody who's going to be that, that leader in the middle doesn't have to be terribly talented, but just, just like the Chris Spielman. So you kind of want like a veteran presence there? No, whatever. It it just just a dude who's going to be like reliable and, and a leader in that in that position. And if Devontae's there, he could help be a part of that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so. We'll see. We, we will see. Uh, but but Goody uh, Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the Packers, spoke at the media today. He talked about the hire a little bit. Also talked about. Uh, the fact that he wants to take some big swings in free agency, which I thought was interesting. Wow. I, th- I think he. Do we have money? I, I've said this all along. Uh, they can make it happen. Russ Ball's the best in the business. Uh, on paper, <laughs> it's, it's not a, a movie, lot. Such a movie target. The money, you know. What oh, I mean? dude, the, yeah. the cap it's is not fake. as bad as the, the Yankees, cap is fake. But like, uh, that's why I don't spend any time looking at it because it's, it's fake. It's like when we were seniors, Tark at the McLean. You know, on a Friday afternoon, the yeah. magic pencil came out on our workouts. Oh yeah, yeah. we we did that fourth and fifth set. <laughs> <laughs> No question. I guess the statute of limitations has passed. Now that you can admit that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully, Coach Alvarez isn't isn't listening. He might make you go run Camp Randall's stairs or something. The years you say that, that's pretty good. We uh, love the magic pencil on a Friday. So, so what does that mean? You had a freshman sign it for you? Well, you, so I mean, you know, usually like you had five sets of ten in the squat rack, right? Yeah. Well. You know, you can easily bump to that third set real quick. <laughs> First two, we already did those. <laughs> Rather than doing 50 reps, you do 30, albeit a heavier weight. I mean, the other two, you know, it's more reps. I love that. On a Friday. That's you know, funny. we had a thirsty Thursday night before. <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. 
<laughs> magic pencil was needed. That's so good. That's so good. Tark Solid, Derek Angler, Alex Strove with you here on the Great Dane Huddle. We're live at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison, or excuse me, in the Hilldale area of Madison. The Great Dane Huddle also brought to you by our friends at the GRB Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot rate room. Personal lessons, well, those are available year-round. And GRB has developed over 300 college players and over 150 Division I players, though I don't need to spell it out for you. GRB has led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. You can visit their website, grbacademy.com, for more information. So I know it's way too early to tell. I give this hire a thumbs up until proven otherwise. Yeah, I mean, are you a neutral? I, I'm I assume. I'm neutral. I, dude, he's got to just he's got to go do it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, you know, if you brought like Dick LeBeau or you know, Vic Fangio. I was just about to say I'd Fangio, be, yeah. I'd be like, I think we're both, you know, on the other end, or Belichick or somebody like that. That's I, proven, I, has a proven, track record. Then I'd be like, that. that's great. This one I wouldn't say is bad. I mean, I'm. listen, uh, Gutekunst has done a great job. LaFleur has done a great job. you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. you got to embrace the coach, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Halfley checks a lot of boxes how, I was looking for, uh, so that, how, that's why I give it a thumbs up. How do you, if you, if you know this throw, how did he do uh, – when he was with the um, Ohio State, uh, that defense. was a Chase Young year. So uh, he had the oh. best player in college football okay. in his defense. Okay. So make of that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> and was By he down way, in Tampa? He's not playing very good. He was when Shiano was there. When Shiano yeah. was yeah. there. Yeah. So it's been a minute. Yeah. And was he was secondary? I think he was secondary. Yeah. Same with same with San Francisco. Okay. Um, and he may have even been an analyst in Tampa. Oh really? I, up to it. So to so really, coach. the unproven is is the experience in the league. Uh, I mean, he's been part of decent teams. San Francisco, they were good when he was there. How long was he there? I think he was at four years. Four years? Okay, so um, he's, he's it, got some experience. And then, and, then yeah. he bu- and then he bumped to Ohio State in 2019, co-DC. Yeah. And then he went to Boston College and became the head coach. But And this is a larger conversation we could have around it. He probably hasn't called plays in like five years. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, being yeah. a college football head coach is a lot different than being I, an NFL head coach. I, conversely, uh, conversely, you have a lot... Uh, a different skill sets being a head coach sure. at a yeah. major college 100%, program. Derek. So I, I, I don't think that's a negative. I don't okay, think that's good. a knock. Good. But, well, no, I'd rather hear that from you than he's me. He's going to have yeah. to motivate these guys. You know, a lot of it's you know credibility, and, and then you have to understand matchups and then optimize the talent that you have out there. And it, so who knows? I mean, this is there's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah. But I mean, it's all going to come down to, you know, how he does that. You know, one thing, Belichick. Belichick was always a great coach, right? For a long, for a long time, until it, even when he was in Cleveland, right? And, and he, yeah. might, he might have had a tenure with the whatever the Jets or something. Giants, Giants. Yeah, Under but he was, a, he was coordinator. Yeah. But going to Cleveland, right. he wasn't successful because he didn't have credibility. And they didn't buy into what he was doing. It didn't mean he was a bad coach, right? But you know, define what a coach is. But they just didn't believe in him. He goes to New England. The salary cap changes. Brady comes in. He understands how the new salary cap works. He's got the quarterback. They have some success. And he goes, listen to me. Believe in what I'm talking about. And they do. And they have a big run. But it took that sort of deal. So this guy comes in from Boston College. He's got to make them believers in him. He's got to create a matchup. He's got to make sure He's got to make sure that he understands the personnel and then inspire the guys. And you, things will be good, but it's, do, I don't know. You did know? we ever find out, was Jim Leonard ever officially interviewed? Uh, we Sounds don't like know right for sure. About that. 
We don't know for sure? Do you know anything? No. No, I, I, I just, um, we talked about this last week where, you know, I guess if I'm the Green Bay Packers, you know, in that front office, hey, we offered this to him three years ago. You know, what's changed in Jim Leonard's life now that he would accept this job? I, I, I thought that point you made last week was very important. I mean, I, I don't know if you go back there. I don't know if I you do know. either. I think you might. I, I, that might burn a bridge. I had a right? lot of dates turn me down, but I didn't, like, refuse them after they, you know. You had dates the, turn you down, and then you, you went back. But either you, way. That'd be the opposite. I, yeah. You, you, but you, I wouldn't you mix turn, something up you're in gonna, between there. You're going to go chase? I'm chasing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. I'm this a, is in your single days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or is it? Clearly. No. I'm too old. I'm out of the game, brother. I'm, like, out of it. Like, not just out of it, just because I'm married. I'm just out. I'm old. <laughs> Can't relate. It's a I'm great day in huddle. Live for the oh, great day in huddle. Oh, good Lord. It was a great segue bomb We played Gmail. There it was. Great segue into Carbon World Health right here. That's it. But I could be back. Low T levels? For the great team, Pub and Brewing Company in the Hilldale area, Madison, I'm Alex Strofe, alongside Derek Angler and Tarek Sala. The Great Dane Japan open their doors on Friday, January 19th, and to celebrate the Great Danes in the Madison area are having two weeks of specials, which only go for a few more days, which include limited time menu items with Japanese inspired starters, entrees, and cocktails, $2 individual cans, and $8 six packs of Great Lager, which was the first flagship beer from the Great Dane in Japan. Uh, so that's pretty neat uh, at all four locations. They also have uh, special edition, edition merch and, and special deals on merch, which include T-shirts, stickers, sweatshirts, pint glasses. You can learn more on their website, which I was on today, greatdanepub.com slash Japan, or visit right here in Hilldale, downtown Madison, Fitchburg, or Eastside Madison for any of those specials. you only got a couple days left on those going through uh, the weekend. Uh, you can visit more, greatdanepub.com slash Japan. All right, time now. For the greatest game in the history of radio, you ask, we answer. It's time now to play Gmail. You've got mail. All right, Strofe, you mentioned it. We get questions all the time. My job revolves around emails, sending emails, getting emails, and I just get some weird people sending me some stuff. So today we're going to start with a local friend right here in town. A local friend? Yeah, John in Middleton. So not not downtown. I mean, we're in Hilldale. We're not far from Middleton. Yeah, absolutely. John in Middleton. John. What, is, what does John have to say? Uh, New York bar raised their age of entry to 25 because young people are too annoying. How would you be different if you were at a college bar today compared to your college days? Strofe, oh. you're not too far removed, so let's start with you. Yeah, the, the sad part is I'm not too far removed, but I'm certainly not making it past midnight. Like, I don't have that in me anymore. Um, I'm also drinking a lot less than I did in college. Uh, there's a lot different. I'm, I'm being much less like, uh, what's the right word? Destructive to my own body <laughs> when, when I when I consume. I mean, there's so many differences. I've grown up. Like, it, it's just natural. The difference between 1920 and 25 is that what we're saying when we're in college versus now when you're 25? Yeah, you're, right. You're, like, if you were 21 at a bar versus now. Okay. Well, a, I'm not going to be doing. Uh, Jim, Jack, and Joe. I'm not going to be doing uh, Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, and Jose Cuervo in one shot. Three <laughs> shots in one. One shot. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's a, absolutely that's the worst horrible. thing you could ever. 
there were uh, it's some of the, the the cocktails at Mad Hatter's and KK. And you remember Blue those? Slogger? Oh God, help us! Oh, that was a whole different ball game. Doing the doing the fireball for thirty how seconds about, out about, the bottle. How, how oh, about the goodness. spring break luge that went through the ice sculpture? Oh, oh, geez. oh, that's kind of fun. Do you or, ever you ever have gold slogger before? That's a is that a beer? No, that's liquor. Cinnamon schnapps. Really, but it's like but it has like, proof. So is it just fireball, but higher? But oh yeah, yeah, and it's got like little High like uh, hallucinogens in it. <laughs> it's like gold plaque. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that. So much to do to audit or like some <laughs> deep dive on those little. Oh, it's, it's just confetti, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that was, that's the best way to articulate I mean, we'd, it. we'd be rolling our kegger rider from one guy's apartment in the region apartments to the next to make sure the coaches, when they were checking rooms, wouldn't find it. So usually the walk-ons uh, would get it in their room because their rooms weren't getting checked. But we had, we'd had we have beer bong nights. I mean, I mean, we're talking. I think, you know, I think we should have a beer bong, bong night. Oh, right God. here at the Great Dane. Oh, the three God, of us, beer bong night. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing any of that. Yeah, just me neither. I'm give me a good, good bourbon. I'm good. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll sip on that take or a scotch. Yep, take a seat. you got to stay really consistent or we got to take like seven days off afterwards. Because <laughs> just not going to – it all sounds great, right? But we know too well. We know the, the, the pain, the price uh, of pain. What's the, the longest hangover you guys we, we had? A Three days? We had a teammate that would guest bartend, quote, unquote, at the old bucks on the square. And it was on a Sunday. And when – when I, because their their big thing was they have pitchers of like Jack and Coke or what have you. Well, a whole bottle of Jack would go into one pitcher when he would be guest bartending. So <laughs> imagine how we left that hey, place on a Sunday. By the Monday. way, the nineties. You, you have something to look forward to when you get older. It's it's not necessarily the hangover. It's the whole the body. The body gets crushed. Great, can't wait. And you're just like the worst. All right, you know, so, so goes, John, John and Middleton's ends, question. Both ends, John both. and Middleton's question triggered some great answers from the former Badgers. What's next, G? All right, we're going all the way out to Texarkana. Our boy Cornelius asks, nice. if Every you week. were cloned, would you force it to do all of your work for you, or would you split work time with your clone? Tarek, what do you think? Oh. Well, I would split um, not just work, like there, there'd be things that I don't like, like errands and stuff. I would definitely compromise. All my administrative yeah. would go to the clone. <laughs> all my house chores. <laughs> to the clone. Mowing lawn. All that. That's going to the clone. You're not worried about it coming back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like my own assistant, but it's a clone, and you're going to organize yeah, all my stuff. You're not talking G-Man. to any of my clients. Alex, <laughs> is this a, you have to negotiate with the clone, or do you get to tell what to do? It's a perfect replication of you. You like So oh, this so person has there, your same cares, you're your be, same... Your you same passions? You have to negotiate with Oh, this is going to be a fist fight every night. <laughs> They're just going to try and leverage you, man. Just increase your salary a little bit. You two dumbasses are going to be sitting at the ends of the table like you are, you and I are right now just pounding the table, arguing <laughs> tooth and nail about every little sliver of a chore. Oh, I would, I would pay to see that, man. That'd be good. Two anglers in the same room arguing one another would be quite the same. Well, can you imagine two solids and two angl- anglers hitting a bourbon bar? Yeah, I'm gone. I'm not coming to that. Don't bring me anywhere near that. Um, that's going to end up in fistfights and hugs at the same time. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I So I have to negotiate? Damn, I'm stubborn. Wait, say the question again, G- G-Man. So the question was, if you were cloned, would you force it to do all of your work for you, oh. or would you split so, time so with Derek it? Derek was right, because you could force it. You right? can, but it might, right, it might come back go. at you. I like what Derek's doing then. Yeah. 
You could force you could force them to come here and work with us because you don't like working with us. Well, that's not true. I like working with Anglo. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you said last week. Yeah, I said I like working with you last week. I know. Have you guys listened to my opinions uh, all year? They've changed well, every I don't, week. I don't want a stroke clone and a Sala clone doing this radio show with with me because I like I enjoy doing this because. You guys argue enough. What are your clones that are going to be forced to be doing this show together? You wouldn't, be doing you wouldn't need to wear a microphone. I guess we could tell you that much. I, the yeah. four of us oh, will take, take care of that. <laughs> yeah. Drink some great, great Dane beers. I'll be good. There you go. All right. We got one more for you. Brandon in Plymouth, Wisconsin. Ooh, says Schwartz's. It's a great supper club up there. Go <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a friend who, who bartended there. I, I grew from up Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, Brandon asks, Jesse Amen. Nelson Amen. from... <laughs> Jesse Nelson from Wildey and Tash is a big fan of Groundhog's Day. Is there a non-major holiday or a day other than Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Fourth of July? Outside of those, what's your favorite easy. day? Oh, easy. easy. Take it it's away. Easy for me. There's a shamrock what's involved. Your, what's yeah, your great. Favorite day out of out of out of. No, that that disc, those are discluded. So, like non-major holiday that you like. Um. Well, that obviously. The Irish is crop. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, Amen. Uh, that lands on Selection Sunday this year, by the way. So the bracket will be released on St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Oh, nice. St. Brackets Day, I hear some are calling. I, th- I think you throw Memorial Day and Labor Day into the mix. I was going to say Memorial just, Day as well. Just, just Memorial extended Day. weekends. Ext- yeah. Yep. The weather is great in Wisconsin. Great time to get out on the boat for either the first or last time. I mean, I not love, that I own a boat. I love the industry I'm in because the NYSE, you know, stock market's closed on President's Day. MLK, MLK Day. Day. I mean, we got more holidays. Good Friday, I think. I mean, it, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. I think the founder of the NYSE was Catholic or something. Is the NYSE so. closed on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving? Uh, I think the bond market closes early, if okay. I remember correctly. Gotcha. But gotcha. yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy all those holidays, but I can't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm Irish, so I St. Patty's for me, no question. You know, I'm with you. I'm also pa- Irish. I think St. Patty's might be in the wrong month, the wrong day, because you get spring break, you get all this stuff. It gets lost in that whole deal, and it's cold usually, and not very like it needs to be in a. a I just want. I just want to throw out: if it wasn't a leap year this year, St. Patty's Day would have been a Saturday, which means it wouldn't have gotten ignored. Yeah, so, Sunday it still probably won't get ignored. But don't you think like? The middle of June, which a lot of Irish do. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so, so. I had a great grandfather was Irish, by the way, too. Just for the record, as was mine. Yeah. So, so what are what's your twenty three and me? What's your DNA? What uh, are you made I'm, up I'm, of? German, Irish. My so. mom's side is super uh, Irish. My dad's side is super what's German. What's crazy is Engler, right? You know, my mom, of course, in the mid eighties when the twenty three and me or whatever. My dad did it, and he was in the sixties Irish. I'm like what? Holy cow. We're going to take one final break on the great day and huddle when we come back. I never asked you guys about Alex Grinch joining the Badger staff. We'll wrap up coming up with that next. It's the great day and huddle live for the great day and pub and brewing company in the Hilldale area of Madison. Great day and huddle. Wrapping it up from the great day and pub and brewing company in the Hilldale area of Madison. I'm Alex Strope alongside the uh, questionable Tark Sala. <laughs> Poor Jesse Nelson. I mean, he takes, I think, from probably every show so much heat. You know, we're busting his chops on this show. Yeah. We're on once a week for an hour or whatever. And he sends us a text. Tarek, we can hang out anytime you want with a heart. Yeah, I love Jesse. <laughs> 
Did he purposely not add me to that text? You're on here. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't have your right number. <laughs> I didn't get it. You're on here. 920. I better not say Yeah, let's not do that. What are you about to do there? You're going to dox me. Jesse, Jesse. Goodness gracious. Psych. That's the wrong soul, number. Man. A lot of fun. He's been around a long time, too. So He has been. He has been. I think he's the second longest tenured teammate of ESPN Madison behind your boy Rutledge. But we're ahead of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess you guys count. Yeah. Uh, I, no, was, no, I was no, thinking no. more of us full-timers. This is but. abuse. This is abuse. We're, <laughs> we're discounted. Well, you guys are the two longest tenured then. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, you're getting old. Uh-huh. uh-huh. When do I have to That's move you guys get... into homes? I know. Do I have to question. start thinking about that already? Well, uh. the good thing is, is that, you know, it'll build up those chicken legs of yours pushing me in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, no offense, but that's very true. That's very true. For sure. Fantastic. Real quick, Alex Grinch, the former USC defensive coordinator, coming in as the safeties coach, replacing Colin Hitchler, who's off to Alabama. Ten seconds, Derek, reaction to that. Don't know anything about it. Um, I'm assuming that's also recruiting play. Um, I, I, I think we lost a pretty good recruiter that went to Bama um, in the former coach. Hitchler, yeah. Yeah, Hitchler. So um, we'll see. We will. And, and, Luke, 10 seconds. and Luke, we trust. You know I, agree. I, mean? I agree. Similar with that. to the floor. Fair enough. In Tarek, we occasionally trust. In Derek, no, we always no, no. trust. In Stroke, we believe. Stroke. It's a great day in Huddle. <laughs> We're back with you next week ahead of the Super Bowl. Live for the Great Day Pub Brewing Company in Hilldale. You're probably being overwhelmed with information.